0: we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for February 8th 2015 and the next report is entitled aborted babies used in vaccinations now I have covered this before but this is actually updated material today quite a bit updated because I've been meaning to actually find out what are the current vaccines now um, where they're using aborted babies and if there's any new ones and and, um, this heavily relates to these MMR vaccines as well. Which is I really believe a big reason why they're pushing them so hard and it happened to just be the measles thing that came into the uh, forefront of the news and this happens to be their main vaccine that they're advocating. For over 50 years pharmaceutical companies in this country have been producing vaccines derived from tissues of aborted babies they grow the actual um, they culture a lot of the actual uh, partially attenuated viruses on different aborted baby fetal cell lines is what they're doing It's what they're using it for if you look it up in a physician's desk reference any of these um, vaccines that we'll be talking about. It'll say cultured off human diploid cells. That is a nice sanitary way of saying aborted babies. Okay, and I'm going to get real specific about this as well, where we're not just expecting you to believe this if you've never heard this information. This has been going on for over 50 years now. This fact was brought to light when several prominent religious newspapers published articles on the morality of using vaccines. This was quite a while ago. The trouble began when a new law in St. Louis County, Missouri, required food handlers to obtain a hepatitis A vaccine for employment. When the source of the vaccine was revealed, many principled individuals objected with good reason. And as this information has continued to become more and more public, a large number of physicians and parents are highly troubled by the ethical issues involved. How did this happen? During the rubella epidemic of 1964, some doctors advised exposed pregnant women who were exposed to rubella to abort their children. Okay. Yeah, we think, uh, yeah, you, you, better, you better abort your baby because you were exposed to rubella. It's basically what, what was going on here. The resulting virus strain developed was known in the science world as ra 273 Whereas the R standard for rubella, the A standard for abortus, as an aborted baby, the 27 was the, they used the 27th aborted baby. This is where they got the actual strain that was used and three was the third tissue sample from the 27th aborted baby that was exposed to rubella so they called it ra273 and it's still used to this day there were actually 26 26 prior abortions to finding the right species with the active virus so that means that you know, yeah, we think you should abort your babies. And, well, we got it. 26 of those babies that you aborted for most likely really no reason whatsoever. They were kind of duds. And so, but the 27th, we finally got it from the third tissue culture. From the 27th aborted baby. So, sorry to all the other 26 aborted babies. So, that blood is on this vaccine's slimy hands as well. Or the people that produce this vaccine originally i never really thought about that till just now it it took 27 aborted babies to finally get it right and each one of them was like their own little well we didn't get it right oh you know boy oh boy took 27 this is how wicked and this is just one instance of how wicked this industry is So there were actually 26 abortions prior to finding the right species with the active virus. The vaccine was then cultivated on lung tissue of yet another aborted infant. So now we've got double devil death here. It was cultured, I mean, why on God's green earth would anybody in their right mind do something so wicked, so evil, so sinister? This is witchcraft we're dealing with here. I mean, you you, you think, think of the witch around the cauldron, Eye of Newton, you know, leg of toad or whatever they they, they put in there, you know, all of that, the witch around the, the cauldron with a big fire underneath it. This is what we're talking about here. This is pharmacia at its finest. This is the modern day pharmaceutical uh, industry with a that that is highly based off pharmacia, witchcraft, sorcery. And this is how it presents itself. It's scientific. So the vaccine was then called the vaccine was then cultivated on the lung tissue of yet another aborted infant known as WI38, which actually stands for Wistar Institute 38. The sample was taken from the lung tissue of an aborted female infant at three months gestation in the 1960s. Okay, that's the that's the little bit of history behind w, WI38. Aborted infant at three months gestation, 1960. Then a second human line, MRC-5, was also derived from an aborted male at 14 weeks gestation in 1970. They were used to cultivate the weakened virus strains of several diseases to produce immunizations. This is the foundation. These three aborted fetal cell lines from aborted babies were the literal foundation for most of the modern-day vaccinations that people have been getting for over the last 50 years. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, this was obviously a very, very evil, wicked, corrupt foundation. This is just one aspect of the absolute depravity and evil of vaccines. I think it's the most horrific example of them, but there's there's tons that I'm not even talking about here. We'll touch on that a little bit later. I just can't get to it all. And again, I've covered these in other studies, so it would be redundant to try to do it anyway. So. These two human cell lines cultivated in the lab continue to provide an ongoing source for many widely used vaccines. Actually, it's really three, but maybe they're saying because the one was combined with the other. I, I don't know. Anyway, or one was, yeah, I'm not sure exactly how they're determining that, but here we go. Vaccines developed from aborted fetal cell tissues. First one, MMR2. Hey, isn't that the one everybody's talking about? MMR? Yeah. MMR2. Mumps, measles, rubella virus live vaccine by good old Merck. I'm just going to read you the package insert. Some of the package insert. Okay, I got it right off the package insert online. I gave you, I actually give you the link link to the actual PDF for the package insert. They're like 17 pages of, you know, of stuff. But this is the pertinent part I wanted you to know. M- me, uh, MMR2, measles, mumps, rubella, virus, vaccine live, is a live virus. Okay, so you, so again, can you see how it's a live virus here? Well, if you take some a live virus into your body, there is a chance that you're going to get it and at bare minimum, you're going to become a vector of transmission for the very thing you're getting injected with. Is a live virus vaccine for vaccination against measles, mumps, and rubella. MMR2 is a sterile, lyophilized preparation of number one substance called Atenuvax, which is the measles virus live vaccine, um, which is also propagated in chicken embryo culture, which is always fun. So that's another thing they evidently grow it off of. Um, and then it's also, the MMR is also a, made up of mumps vax, which is a mumps virus vaccine, which is also live. um, Also propagated in chicken embryo cell culture. And then also Meruvax, which is the rubella virus vaccine live, which has the Y star RA27-3 line in it. Now remember before I I said that there's, you got the RA27-3, which stands for rubella abortus 27th aborted baby third tissue sample, and then you have the Y star WI38. So this one, it looks like they're, they they have combined the um, Y star RA, um, the Y star um, 38 with the RA27-3, the two aborted fetal cell lines. They've combined them, and the Y star RA27-3 strain of live attenuated rubella virus, I mean this was Like 50 years ago they're still using the same one is how it is grown is how it is cultured is how it is propagated and it's propagated in the WI 38 human diploid lung fibroblasts so it's um um, and again the WI 38 was a sample that was taken from the lung tissue of an aborted female infant at three months gestation in 1960 so it's got two strains of aborted babies fetal cell lines in the Merivax portion of the MMR. Okay? The measles and mumps portion are not grown on the aborted fetal cell lines, okay? But they're propagated in chicken embryos, both of them. Okay, which again it's like I've new tale of whatever, you know what I mean? It's you know bad ears and stuff. It's kind of it kind of reckons you and brings you back to that type of, of thought process almost. So the 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 Rubiella, which there isn't even an outbreak of that right now. That's the one where you're getting the two aborted fetal cell lines. And again, I cannot imagine anything good coming from injecting something into your body that was cultured off two different aborted baby fetal cell lines. You think that you might be bringing a curse on yourself if you're doing such a thing if God hates murder and he hates abortions and he hates child sacrifice and you're literally injecting that right into your body bypassing all other immune immunity measures where normally you would be exposed to somebody if you either inhale it or it comes in your mouth or even if it lands on your skin. No, you're going right into the bloodstream with this stuff. It's not natural, okay? So yeah, that that is some really sobered stuff. The growth medium for measles and mumps is um, uh, called medium 199. A buffered salt solution containing vitamins and amino acids and supplemented with fetal bovine serum. Now we're still on the MMR vaccine. So this is how the, the growth medium for the measles and mumps, which are the two that, that are propagated in the chicken embryo cultures, they're also supplemented with the fetal bovine serum. That's the growth medium, another growth medium for it. What is fetal fetal bovine serum? Bovine serum or fetal calf serum is the blood fraction remaining after the natural coagulation of blood followed by centrifug- centrifugation to remove any remaining red blood cells. Fetal bovine serum comes from the blood drawn from a bovine fetus via a closed system of collection at the slaughterhouse. This is straight from their package inserts. Okay. I went and crafted all of this together this has taken me so long to put this pdf together for this teaching today because i wanted it all right here in one spot that you could reference okay where like you look at something and you're saying well what's that the definition's right here fetal bovine serum it's another witch's brute thing it's grown off of and chicken embryo culture and aborted babies okay Um, Also, this MMR contains SPGA, which stands for sucrose phosphate, glutamate, as in monosodium glutamate, which is MSG, which is an excitotoxin, sucrose, meaning basically like table sugar, and recumbent human albumin, okay, albumin, like protein human albumin is a blood plasma protein produced in the liver. Now I'm I added this in. This is a technical definition. So it's a blood plasma protein produced in the liver. So it's now you've got not only aborted babies that this is propagated off. Not only chicken embryos which come from who knows where. Not only bovine fetal serum that it's, that it's grown, which is the blood, basically the blood fraction remaining after the natural coagulation of blood. We're not supposed to be messing around with blood, especially with other species of animals. We're not supposed to, the Bible says not to drink it, not to consume it, and it said it is an everlasting perpetual covenant. I've done a whole study on blood, key in blood in the keyword search box. It was a long time ago, but it did that. We're not supposed to eat the blood and meat, okay? so that would kind of rule out if, if if you if you like to you know eat your whatever your meat like red meat particularly rare you know you might want to really rethink that because we are not supposed to eat the blood of other humans or animals it is a no-no it, it even says it is a perpetual everlasting covenant in the old testament okay for health okay it's 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 to not bring a curse upon ourselves so and then they try to hide that stuff too so you might want to access that teaching so that's another thing that, that that you're getting injected into you fetal bovine serum which is essentially just the the blood fracture remaining after the natural coagulation of blood okay so let's go further now um so, yeah, it's got uh, the, the human albumin in it as well. So now we've also got human blood protein, a blood plasma protein produced in the liver. So you've got how many species of, you've got two human species. Now, actually, you got three because you've got the 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 Y-star, you've got the RA-27 aborted baby strain. You've got the WI-38 aborted baby strain. You've got the FIVA, A fetal bovine serum blood, okay, the um, blood fraction remaining after an actual coagulation. You've got the the um, the the mumps and the measles portion grown off chicken embryos. Now, so you've got all of these, and then you've also got just straight up human albumin from I'm I'm assuming from an adult, uh, which is the blood plasma protein produced in the liver do you want all that injected in? I mean, would you consume any of this? I mean, would you want to eat that? Well, then why on God's green earth would you ever want it injected into your body? You would never think about eating this garbage. You know what I mean? But they'll inject it into you all day long. Now I'm not talking, I'm not coming down on my listeners. I'm just saying, you know, for people that, that would be questioning the whole thing. So, um, and then then also what's also in the MMR is a stabilizer. The the uh, I guess the human albumin and the sucrose and phosphate and glutamate, the monosodium and glutamate acts as a stabilizer. And also the other thing that's in it is neomyosin. Now neomyosin is typically and now what I did in this is I went right off the package insert okay and then what I did is when something came up like a definition that we needed to know a definition for I put in the official definition from their research in green so you'll see green text and you'll see just regular text around it if you're if you're going if you're following from the PDF so anyway um neomycin is typically used as a topical preparation such as neosporin it is not given intravenously as neomycin is extremely nephrotoxic. What is nephro? Any Anytime you ever see the word nephro, neph, it's having to do with the kidneys, okay? Like a nephrologist, it's a kidney doctor. Neomycin is extremely nephrotoxic, causes kidney damage is what that means, especially compared to other aminoglycosides. Now this is from their stuff that they're admitting to. The exception is when neomycin is included in a very small quantities as in a preservative in some vaccines. Oh, so see they got out of it there. That's how they got out of it. Oh, so evidently it's magically transformed by some little fairy in the woods when you put it into a vaccine and it's not nephrotoxic anymore. It's not. When it's used as a preservative in some vaccines I don't believe that for a minute. I don't believe anything they say. They're fork tongue liars. These, these people are, have a absolute total satanic agenda. So going further, the controversial MMR2 vaccine, which is what we're talking about here, also reportedly contains a genetically engineered human protein known as recum, recumbumin, okay? Whenever you see the word bumin, you think of albumin, you think of, of, blood protein. Okay. Not red blood cells, but the blood protein like plasma. Okay. So yeah, MMR2 also has this genetically engineered GMO human protein known as recombumin. Now, remember, this is the main one they're saying. Everybody's got to be injected with, or you're insane or you're evil, or you don't care about your children. You need to be put in jail essentially is what a lot of people are saying. Well, here's another little fun thing. It has this, this fun recombumin, which is literally a GMO human blood protein. It's also known as recombinant human albumin that most parents are unaware of as being injected into their babies because you get these shots when you're wee little. MMR2 is the only known vaccine that contains genetically modified human protein. Genetically modified right into the bloodstream? Well, you know what? That sounds like it could be something that could interfere with our own DNA. Huh, I wonder if fetal bovine serum could because it's from another species. And it's not like you're ingesting it like when you eat it and the stomach acids break it down and all of the things that go on in the duodenum and the, and the, the small intestine and then through the villi of the intestinal tract you absorb it in and then the liver actually works no 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 you're going right into the bloodstream you're bypassing all of that huh i wonder if like the aborted two aborted fetal cell lines and the fetal uh, fetal bovine serum and the chicken embryos that it's grown off in the human albumin and the GMO human, um, uh, recumbumin, human protein. I wonder if that any of that's possibly affecting our DNA in any way, shape or form, huh? I couldn't be. It couldn't be. Isn't that funny? Isn't that the very thing that happened back in Noah's day? When the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, they took them wives, all that they chose, and they bore them giants. Which the word was translated, the fallen ones, the men of old, the men of renown, the Nephilim. Yeah, and that all flesh had corrupted itself in the earth, and it repented God that he had even made earth, so much so that he had to destroy. All the creation on Earth, save eight people and the and the animals on the ark, because things had gotten so bad and so corrupted, the DNA of everything had been corrupted at that point. Just about, yeah. God had to pretty much start over again. Hmm. I, I, they're they're not trying to do the same thing today, though. They, they Satan would never try that that trick again. He would never, I mean he's got scruples, come on. I mean he's got a little bit of morality, right? No, he doesn't. He's just going about it a different way. He's the most subtle beast of the field. This is just a little more subtle. See, now they come to you, come at you with, you know, the white magic lab coats and the prescription pads. And I'm not demonizing every medical doctor, I'm just saying this is the, this is the vehicle whereby which they want everyone to submit. And they come with you with, oh, we're going to put this label on you. And, oh, you're, you're a religious vaccination, you know, oh no, no, you're, you're, you're not scientific or you really don't care about your children and all this guilt trip garbage when the absolute total polar opposite is actually the truth in your face beyond belief. It is, you know, and did not Jesus Christ say that as it was in the days of Noah, Genesis 6, the thing I just described about the flood and God having a wipe. Yeah, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. So right before Jesus Christ returns, whether you believe in pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib, we're in that time. We're, we're close to that. Um. Yeah, and Jesus Christ predicted it was going to be this way. So understand that vaccines are one of the primary vehicles whereby which they are trying to change our DNA. They're trying to change us from the inside out with their witch's brew of cursed devil substances that they're putting into these things, injecting right into your body, bypassing every other normal immune system avenue, screening process, all by design. To not only destroy you physically, but to try to destroy you spiritually as well. Because I'll be honest, I don't know what happens to you on a spiritual level when you get this thing injected into your body. I'm not saying it makes you unsaved if you're saved. I'm not saying that, but it sure can't help. It sure can't do anything but bring a curse on you and or your family to a certain extent. How could how could you be blessed? Getting this injected into your body. How would would that be possible? Just knowing what I've just went over. And we're only seven pages into this PDF. And then all of the other body of, of information I've covered on the subject. I mean, this is pretty... Heinous. This is really evil stuff we're talking about here. So, the MMR2 which is the main vaccine they're pushing right now is the only known vaccine that contains GM human protein. This recombumin, not to mention all the other stuff I just said, Um, but its unique presence in this contentious combination vaccine could help explain the the unusual uptick uptick in vaccine induced neurological damage associated with it in recent years. Because this MMR vaccine has had a ton of really, really bad things surrounding it. No wonder. Human albumin is derived from human blood. Here we go again. The vaccine package inserts do not specify the source of the human blood. Well, think about it. Who gives plasma? Usually... The homeless, Um, I'm not sure what kind of screening process they have. I'm sure there's been many IV drug users, anybody trying to scrape together some money. I'm not saying that there's not certain instances where people were, you know, down and out and they they had no other way of whatever. I don't want to demonize them. I'm just saying, you look at statistically, who's giving plasma? And this is what we're talking about. Albumin is basically the plasma okay that doesn't exactly make me feel warm and fuzzy either call me crazy so the vaccine package inserts do not specify the source of human blood however this investigative report provides some clues now you can click on that i I, i've got into that before i'm gonna Play a little bit of this now, but I've already actually done a study where we covered blood transfusions as well. My warning's on that. For a deeper understanding of the market of human blood, read this Forbes article, and it's entitled The Guys Who Trade Your Blood for Profit. They talk about a lot about, you know, you go in there, you give the blood for free. A lot of times, the person that's taking your blood is a volunteer. And they're selling your blood at like this unbelievable like markup I mean they got it for free <laughs> I mean it's an absolute uh, I don't know racket scam I mean as far as is what they're getting they're getting you know the, the only um, whatever money that they've got invested into in getting you to come in you know and in the equipment that they're using and they're they're marking up this stuff just unbelievably and it's another reason why healthcare costs are so high. So anyway, I'm I'm not going to get so much into that, but I did do a teaching on 10712. I give you the part 2. It's 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 part of the teaching. And there's a film that I still don't think has debuted. They probably haven't been able to get funding. It says first do no harm blood transfusions with a question mark. The recipient of blood transfusions is always at greater risk of developing infection or reoccurrence of the very disease that they are being treated with. In fact, there is up to four to five times the recurrence rate of cancer after blood transfusions. Also, there is much higher reoccurrence of an infection that otherwise would not occur if the blood transfusion had not taken place. Be careful of blood transfusions and if all and if at all possible, please look for other alternatives. A description of this film reads, the movie unfolds as world-renowned experts share the latest scientific evidence debunking claims that blood transfusions always save lives. Millions of patients are now in danger from previously unknown risks associated with blood transfusions. For example, the effects of DNA and chromosome transfers. See, you're transferring your DNA, if you get a blood transfusion, you're you're getting DNA and chromosome transfers from another person straight into your bloodstream. That could be a problem. What are the long-term implications of receiving other people's DNA right into your bloodstream via blood or receiving chromosomes from the opposite sex after blood transfusions? Think about that. You get blood from a female or a female gets a blood from a male? That's that's a little messed up if you start thinking about that. The film explores the controversial history of blood transfusions and the greatest obstacle facing global healthcare, the reflex rejection of new knowledge, because it contradicts entrenched paradigms. I'm gonna play this trailer again just because I think it's good to revisit this.
1: comes to blood transfusion it seems as though we have not really understood in that we've never done the basic research these
0: are all like MDs and professors and high-level professionals talking in the trailer
1: to know when we're doing good and when we're doing harm. transfusion alters a lot of things in in the organism and it has long-term side effects. She's a professor. The recurrence rate is anywhere from two to three times more recurring cancer if you give blood than if you don't give blood.
0: So the recurring cancer rate is two to three times more. So he's another uh, MD specialist.
1: But that's a very frightening situation for those who go for cancer surgery. You give a bag of blood and a bag of blood has all sorts of things in it, and we ignore, you ignore them. Blood transfusion has never undergone randomized clinical trials to the level at which a new drug would have to go through the FDA. It's never been done. Many clinicians think of blood and blood components as a drug to treat specific conditions that patients have. In fact, blood is an organ. It happens to be a liquid organ. This happens to be the only transplant that all you require is essentially a couple of letters behind your name and a pen, and you can write
0: for it. Yeah, I mean, think about that. You get an organ transplant or anything else like that, I mean, that is a really big deal. But a blood transfusion, oh, hey, you know, whatever. And, you know, it's just... There's just a lot of problems
1: with this. They know not what risks and benefits they're likely to create or cause as they give this therapy. They've been essentially brainwashed by a public relations event that's gone on since their birth.
0: In the United States and Russia, There are revisionist physicians who are in favor of transfusions. And there are progressive persons who think we should refuse transfusions. And the criteria for the procedures are the same in both countries. And they are derived from evidence-based medicine. And they indicate that we should reject blood transfusions. You didn't know I could translate Russian like that, did you? (laughs) I'm full of surprises, everyone. No, sorry, I was reading off the screen. Sorry about that.
1: Every decision I make as a physician should, you would think, be based upon my in-depth weighing of the evidence of I'm going to do more good than harm if I take the following therapy.
0: that says transfusion is potentially one of the greatest iatrogenic killers in medicine iatrogenic means it's something you acquire while under medical care typically at a hospital so that was professor jonathan a Stamler. (laughs) he's saying it's one of the greatest iatrogenic killers in medicine now again relate this to the vaccines that we're just talking about that are increasingly seemingly grown off different fractions of not only human albumin human uh, plasma components but also now this recombinant this GMO human okay who knows what they've done with that and then also then you've got the fetal blood serum or the fetal calf serum where you've got other species of blood that are literally in um, the manufacturing process for the vaccine how could that be affecting us as well? I mean, it is bad news we're talking about here. J- Satan is just trying to get us so defiled um, in every way, shape, and form, and this is just one of the main ways he's doing it o- overall, from from a humanity from a humanity
1: standpoint. Avoidance of transfusion, uh, as well as a uh, or the possibility of reducing uh, exposure of patients to allogeneic blood. Uh, certainly helps, if you will, restore some confidence my patients that they're going to get the best care. We as physicians have all taken a very basic oath, and that is the Hippocratic oath, and it's to try to do good for mankind, and it also has the corollary of first do know harm.
0: Well, I wish there was more doctors like him, more MDs like him. So anyway, that was that video, and um, and uh, i give you the link to that, and I give you, then there's other links, blood transfusion can cause complications, and then another one called Andrew's Story, and I might have already covered these in my teaching here, I gave you the link to where I covered this earlier, um, so those are just a couple resources you can avail yourself to. Okay, so continuing on, I've done several teachings on this subject as well, and they're These are my teachings on how Satan, essentially, they are trying to corrupt our DNA. And um, I think I'm going to get a little bit more into this later, but um, I gave you links to three different studies I've done here, Transhumanism, Vaccinations, DNA and Corrupting the Seed of Mankind, Cloning DNA, Manipulation and Corrupting the Seed, the Book of Enoch, and also I got into this on End Time Current Event study. So I give you the three links there in the PDF on page seven. Now let's go further. So what we know is that aborted fetal cell lines, GMO human albumin and human albumin and DNA derived from other unknown sources are almost, are all being used to develop many of the vaccines being injected into society's most fragile and sensitive members today. Again, most of the the bulk of who is getting these are little infants. When they're at their, their weakest, when they're at their most sensitive, when their immune systems and all of their neurological systems and, and every system in their body is still developing, when it's most susceptible to um, damage. I mean, you think about it. If you plant a seed and, and the little, like the tree starts to grow or whatever the plant, if you start assaulting the little plant when he's wee little he's more vulnerable. He doesn't have, I mean, think about an Oak tree that grows up to, you know, Oak tree, whatever, however many years, hundred, 200 years, you know, it's, it's going to be pretty, um, pretty strong, you know, but when it's wee little, it's very susceptible. And this is exactly how Satan operates. He wants to get the weakest. He wants to get you when you're at your, your, your most helpless, your weakest, and, and this is a big reason why they, they pile on the vaccines at such an early age because it's such a satanic agenda in order to go after the little, the little ones. Ugh, it's so evil. If this is not a serious cause for concern, then it is hard to know what is, especially as allergies, asthma, irritable bowel syndrome, autism, and many other chronic conditions continue to escalate inexplicably. These are just different quotes I got from different reports. A recent CBS News uh, investigates... Uh, article investigates a former senior scientist at a pharmaceutical firm who discusses the increase in autism incidences corresponding with the introduction of human DNA to the MMR vaccine okay so we've we've talked about that the human albumin the recombin well that's also caused the um, autism instance autism incidences to spike and he suggests the two could be linked. He also says the increased spike in autism occurred in 1995 when the chicken pox vaccine was grown in human fetal tissue. Okay, that's Varivax, and that's the one grown off an aborted fetal cell line. Okay, so we'll get into that a little bit later. So see, all of this has consequences. You reap what you sow. You get this stuff injected into you. And even if you're even if you're innocent, you still you know you reap in what you sow. I know that doesn't sound fair, but it you know it's what ends up happening. And then the little the little children end, end up being the one that suffer. Educated parents can either get their children out of harm's way or continue living inside one of the largest, most evil lies in history: that vaccines full of heavy metals, viral diseases, mycoplasma, fecal material fecal material, yeah, that too, DNA fragments from other species, formaldehyde, which is embalming fluid, Okay. polysorbate 80, which is a sterilizing agent, I mean, sterilizes you, and then also squalene, and they also left out aluminum, and they left out thimerosal, which is a mercury-derived uh, substance that's supposedly a preservative. I mean, I've got into all these before. All of these have horrific side effects, and they're, they're some of the main things in vaccines, just showing you what a witch's brew of evil you're getting. Um, It's just totally pure evil. Everything I'm giving you here has a a report connected to it. So if you want to know anything, this is chock full of links going to uh, verification. Now, we've only went over one the MMR2 vaccine. Now we're going to go over the other one you can get, which is the ProQuad MMR live virus vaccine, also by Merck. Okay, so we've looked at the one, MMR2, now we're going to look at the ProQuad MMR, and um, I'm going to read again from the package insert, and I give you the link to the package insert right here, ProQuad, measles, mumps, rubella, and varicella virus vaccine live. So this actually is for four things, measles, mumps, rubella, and varicella. Um, It's, uh, let's see here, I'm just trying to eliminate some of the redundancy here. It is a combined attenuated meaning partially killed live virus vaccine containing measles, mumps, rubella, and varicella viruses. ProQuad is a sterile lymphalized preparation of number one, the components of MMR2. Okay. So it's, it is MMR2. It's just got more to it. It's got even more ingredients. So every bad thing that we said about MMR2, this has in it. Plus it has other stuff. Um, it has a measles virus vaccine live, a more attenuated line of measles virus derived from Ender's attenuated Edmonton strain and a propagated in chicken embryo cells. Uh, it's a lot of the same stuff. It has the it has the Y star RA twenty seven aborted fetal cell line strain aborted baby and then it also has the WI thirty eight aborted fetal cell line diploid lung fibroblast. So it has the two two aborted baby. Uh, cell lines, but it also has the varicella virus vaccine live, um, which is the OKA Merck strain of the varicella zoster virus propagated in MR5 cells. Now, you have to understand, what I just read to you, okay, it has all three strains, of the aborted fetal cell lines used to culture vaccines. This is the only one I've been able to identify. This ProQuad MMR that has all three aborted baby fetal cell lines used to culture the vaccines used in their production. It's the only one I know of. So you talk about cursed. I mean, they ought to have just flat-out witches with the black hats on broomsticks administering this vaccine. It would be more appropriate if that were the case. It has all three. And all the other garbage from the MMR2 because it is part MMR2. So it has all the bad stuff of MMR2, including, I'm assuming, the recombinant, the GMO um, virus, the, the GMO human albumin, all the other garbage we just mentioned, plus this extra third aborted fetal cell line. The cells, virus pools, bovine serum, and human albumin used in manufacturing this vaccine are all tested to provide assurance that the final product is free of potential adventitious agents. Oh, oh, you know, and I trust you so much you know i trust you with with my life mr vaccine company because obviously you have our best interests at heart here i mean it's it's clear and plain to see that i mean oh this is just unbelievable the fda has concerns about the safety of medical products derived from human blood and the risk of viral and prion disease transmission prion yeah that's the mad cow disease typically you you when you start to talk about prions um, with the brain, okay. So there is any medical product derived from human blood. There's a risk of viral and prion disease transmission. The concern is echoed on page four of the packet insert for this ProQuad MMR slash chickenpox vaccine, because varicella is the chickenpox. Okay. From the late 1970s, I, I can't honestly, I cannot think of a more cursed vaccine than this ProQuad one, because it's got everything. It's got everything in one fell swoop. I can't even imagine how many devils or demons that are infesting you when you get shot up with this stuff. And I mean that literally there are devils that you are willingly taking into your body, whether you know it or not. When you get these shots, I I believe there is a demonic component here. I mean, this is bad news. I have never seen a more cursed vaccine in my life than this ProQuad. From the late 1970s to the mid 1980s, about half of all people with hemophilia became infected with HIV after using contaminated blood products. According to the National Hemophilia Foundation, despite the implementation of safety advances, the risk remains known. Remains for known and unknown potential infectious agents and pathogens to threaten the blood supply and blood products hiv I mean, I, I'm assuming they've improved their testing But I mean for a long long time and it's probably still this way to a certain extent They if it was at a low enough level, they weren't detecting it and people were getting infected You know With it now. I'm not saying that's going on right now with vaccines, but I'm saying there's just There's a lot of bad news bad information you know, associated with all of this. After widespread use, some vaccines were found to have been contaminated with an animal virus DNA that was not detected pre- or post-licensure. So, half the time, they don't even know all the stuff that's in it. The long-term risks to human health of injecting infants, children, and adults with human protein DNA have never been studied. And that's not even to mention all the other horrific garbage that's in it. Now, the CDC says to prevent measles... Children and some adults should be vaccinated with measles, mumps, rubella, MMR vaccine. Two doses of this vaccine are needed for complete protection. So they're not going to just hit you once. They're going to hit you twice with this devil toxic brew from the pit of hell. They're not going to let you off the hook with just one shot. No, no. Children should be given the first dose of MMR vaccine at 12 to 15 months of age. So kick them when they're down, when they're at their littlest and most helpless, or right near there. 12 to 15, that, that is criminal. After everything that I've just went over, I hope we can agree that that is criminal to propose such an evil thing to do to such a little baby. This is like, you know, it's almost like the Bible says, plead the cause of the fatherless and plead the cause of the children protected. Children and infants, and that's what I'm trying to do here, you know, to a certain extent, to try to sound the alarm here, so that they're, that this doesn't happen to them. The second dose can be given four weeks later, so they're going to hit them again four weeks later after their their first shot at 15 to 12 to 15 months of age. But it is usually given before the start of kindergarten, at four to six years of age. Oh, that's really not desirable because they've had a little more time for their little immune systems to develop and we would rather hit them when they're down a little bit when they're younger but if you must we'll we'll let you do it between ages of four to six i mean do you know how many people i know personally that have had children and they got their children vaccinated and like the one lady i spoke with in um bellevue florida her her, her her kids started seizing in the, ho- in the elevator on the ride down from the shot. The doctor's office was on like, I don't know, third or fourth floor. She was seizing already by the time they got in the elevator. I worked with a guy, a chiropractor, and both his children, and they weren't twins. They were born at different times. And this guy went to my chiropractic college, Life, and both of his kids um, were autistic basically the, the day after they were given the shots. You know, okay, um, I'm just, I'm running out of time on this part here. So I'm going to go ahead and finish up this part and um, we'll continue on the next one in, in uh, part three. So God bless you and we will see you in part three.